0: Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast dedicated to our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne.
1: Man, there was so bad, bad.
0: everyone i'm Kama, and you can find me at Oxford place on twitter and um we'll be covering brand six from a clash of kings and i am joined by guile
1: hey i am guile and i tweet at door
0: podcast and devin
2: hey this is devin gd harpo on twitter
0: um if you're joining us for the first time we spoil everything books and show don't think we have any trigger warnings, Um, although this is a pretty unpleasant chapter. <laughs> some- trigger
2: warnings for shitty Theon.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, Bran is having a warg dream, and he's in Summer, and there's a whole bunch of stuff with him as Summer, and presumably, I think that's supposed to be Shaggy Dog, Um, and they sense danger, and they try to... To howl an alarm, but that's not working. And Bran, well, I've got my notes Bran slash Summer. Bran tries to make Summer climb a tree, um, but not unsurprisingly, that doesn't work too well. And Summer falls, and of course, that's when Bran wakes up. My heart breaks just a little bit. Um, And he has this horrible realization that he's a warg. Um, And he's shouting and shouting, but no one is coming and it's because the castle is short of men, as the ones who were left have mostly been sent to go try and protect Torin Square from the Ironborn. And then Theon comes in and, very dick-like, um declares he's a prince and that he's taken Winterfell. It's really hard to like Theon in these chapters
2: it's so very hard um just the, for this first part um that was like the summer stuff was so well written um showing the control that i guess brand still has cuz at other times like when he's written it it sometimes it feels like it's just summer this, for this, for some reason, this one felt like Bran was more in tune with what was going on. And I guess which comes to the, him having the own realization himself that, oh, he is a ward. That's what's actually going on.
0: Yeah, I kind of wonder, like, he was clearly having those dreams before. And then maybe, like, subconsciously with what Jojen was telling him and what Miro was telling him. He's sort of, I mean, I, I know he doesn't, like, there's this, um, when he wakes up, he has a sort of, like... Sad little realization. He he thinks of himself as a beastling, which I'm like, oh, honey, no. Um, but I think subconsciously he's maybe, like, been, like, accepting it more. And that's maybe why he's more in control.
2: Yeah. And maybe the fear also, that on top of the fear, like, made it, uh, unlocked the full potential of it, I guess, where he could really, t- like, really do what he's meant to do. I think the fear might have played a factor as well.
0: Yeah, and I think like when he's when he's working into summer, I mean summer can do all the things he can't do anymore. Which is partly why he probably tries to climb. Yeah, except climb a tree. (laughs) And the this is like I don't think this is a really I mean there's a lot going on in this chapter, but like my summary is really short. But basically It's
2: so quick.
1: Theon, yeah, and, it seems like, doesn't it seem like almost like anticlimactic? Like, it's so quick. Yeah.
2: It's like, yeah, Winterfell's now taken, let's move on. It's kind of, <laughs> yes. kind of what the chapter yeah. felt like. And, yeah. <laughs>
1: and here's
0: Theon. And see, Yeah, um, and Theon is like, Bran doesn't understand, which is, is not unsurprising, because Bran is a little kid. He doesn't understand how Theon could do this. And at first he's like, you know, we'll fight you, we'll get you out of here, and then you know, Theon's like, Yeah, it's not happening. And says, You have to yield. Um and then he brings he sends someone into uh dress help dress uh Bran and its it's Master Lewin and he explains that the Ironborn came up the moat and they killed um uh, Alebelly, which is the of the three men that um, Jojen saw in his uh, green dream, Alebelly is the one who just said, well, you know, they were all prophesied to drown. And he basically told Alebelly, said, so, well, I'm not going to wash. And he stopped bathing. So it's a little sad. Um, hmm. And a few others were wounded. And when Bran tells Lewin what he's been told to do, Lewin advises Bran to yield. And they and Rickon go down to where the Reeds and the Walders and everyone's being sort of like herded into the, um, what do you call it? The, the great hall, the great hall. There is some comic relief with the Walders, which I kind of loved where they're like, well, you're a hostage now too. It's like, you're no longer in charge. Um, I really, you know, when we were doing this reread, I wasn't, like, anticipating enjoying the comic genius that is little. And that is older. little Walder. <laughs>
2: oh, my God. They're worse, but they are very funny.
0: <laughs> What's so funny, though, is little Walder
1: is Fat Walda and Gatehouse Amy's little brother. Yep. And we know their mom has a bit of wit. So, I mean, for as horrible as little Walder is, like, he actually comes by, like, his wit, uh, you know, his wit as much as he has it, honestly.
0: Sure. Um, so everyone's being dragged in. Poor little, like, Beth Castle is, like, crying. I mean, it's just a mess. Um, and then they bring Reek out. Yeah. And um, Bran formally yields. And Theon is promising to be generous. He's talking, at some point in here, he's talking about all the, the places that the Ironborn are taking, ignoring the fact that a seafaring people is unlikely to hold a bunch of stuff inland, but, you know, okay, Theon. Um, But Micken, who's one of the other guys who I believe was prophesied to drown, he absolutely refuses. And he's killed quite horribly and drowns in his own blood. And then Reek bends the knee and Theon makes a giant mistake and accepts that. And then Osha comes out and she also promises to serve and bend the knee. And Bran is sort of really upset about that. And Theon formally takes over. And they beat up Hoder. Yes. Yeah, that. Like they it's do horrible, that.
1: Like Theon knows. Like Theon knows. He
2: knows something. another way. Ugh.
1: Right. Like he knows it's not just some, you know, not some <laughs> random big guy, you know, starting something that it's someone with some mental impairments who can't help himself you know so it's like so cruel
0: and like i i get like it had to have been really tough for him growing up like knowing that if his father did the wrong thing he'd be dead but like all these other people you know like he
1: had to know micken micken was the smith like theon would you know like he was. That's a fairly prominent role in the castle. Like, you would know him. These you know? are people who he grew up with who yeah. were like... Alebelly, we've heard him, you know... Again, we've heard of Alebelly a few times. He seems like someone that was, you know... Again, of all of the people, there are somewhat prominent. But, yeah, I mean, I mean...
2: People who raised him. I mean, because yeah. that's what it yeah. is. It's the people who raised him.
0: And people who weren't, like, responsible for his situation. Like, at all. It's, it's sort of like you know, if I get upset with I don't know someone at I work who's yeah. not my boss. I mean, it's... To be fair,
1: like the Mekin thing, he had to kill Micken. Micken, you know, like he couldn't... If he's gonna hold the castle he couldn't have someone doing that, you know?
0: But, I mean, when oh, like, he men was men not gonna stop, the crap out so. of Hodor, he could've stopped
1: right, that. Like, I mean, <laughs> right. The, right, Like, you are trying to Hodor.
2: Yeah, my thing with Hodor was like why didn't he just brand... Ask Hodor to be quiet, or however. Right. However, however come on. At that, yeah, very unnecessary.
1: I don't know. And then, do we think at this point is Osha kind of is she just you know being pragmatist or is she already thinking you know thinking about? well, if I'm in with Theon,
0: I can be more of a help. Like, is she already thinking that far ahead? I think the fact that she bent the knee tells me she's faking because she is not. She's a wildling. Oh, that's they don't true. She's a wildling, yes. So, like, that when I'm reading that now, advice. I'm like, oh, she's totally in on it. Maybe yeah. she and Lewin had something already planned, or she's planning on... Like, most selflessly she's planning on getting the hell out of there. But, like, if well, she's... But, I mean, like, yeah. that's, like, if she's being selfish about it, but, like, the most positive spin, which is, I think the accurate one is she's no, you're right. She's no kneeler. Yeah. Yeah, She wouldn't do that. I mean, she might bitch and complain about how she was treated, but she would never.
1: Oh, like overtly choose to kneel. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if the reads had conversations with her off page, because I feel like being a wildling and, you know, experiencing what she did, Uh that she probably is more receptive to, what they're you know to what they're putting down than bran is so i kind of wonder if maybe mira and it seems like she and mira would have had enough in common that you know they could have had some conversations or joe
0: like maybe there was something going on with them earlier well, than we know or she overheard something or she overheard bran telling them that he jumped it i mean like there's a lot of ways yeah that. i think that's yes yeah. so, i, I mean, definitely
2: think yeah
0: I, th- um, I think her bending the knee is, is just as false as Reek doing. It. Well, no, I mean, I, once I,
1: you know, once you said that, it was like, oh God, yes, of course she's not going to bend the, you know, she's a wild wing. Of course not. So yeah. yeah, good call.
0: And that's our chapter. <laughs> Do we have any more? I mean it is like holy shit, they have Winterfell. It took like two pages. <laughs> well, and it's it's like it's so funny because it's it's portrayed as this like impregnable castle for like a book and a half and then like, oh, they took over. They climbed the wall and they're in. Yeah. Right, right, I know.
2: And just thinking now, I think like, it's so quick and happens like this because it's Theon and this is more or less just a very quick thing that happened in his story before we get where we really need to get with him Um, and to get Reek here (laughs) as Uh. well yeah yeah (laughs) Um, we do have some mail so Bucklehead on Discord so their question is what would have happened if Jon or Sansa had held Winterfell as Castellan for Bran
1: I mean, if John held it, he probably wouldn't have been there then. Like, it probably still would have been Bran, because you would assume if John was there, he would have ridden out instead of Sir Roderick.
2: Yes, I I don't. I think John would be gone by this point if he was still like he would have.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think he would certainly
2: be somewhere else by this point.
0: I mean, Roderick has done this for a long time. He's got the experience. So, like, I presume, like, he would have, John would have had the same advice Roderick presumably had. Yeah. I, if Sansa I, held it, I don't know how that would have changed much.
1: Well, I think Theon marries her. Ugh. Well, I mean, me. you know, wouldn't... Oh, I mean, that I, would make? I don't all care the,
2: for that one make, bit.
1: Right, but I mean, it would make all the <laughs> sense in the world. Goodness. Like, okay, I'm going to take the castle and, you know married well, Stark. And, and then
0: Reek enters it, and we have the disaster that is, um...
1: Yeah. You know, like, like, it would have turned out a lot better for Theon if Sansa was there, and, you know, he did that, like, it, you know, I think just like, in the sense of she, you know, whether he, she would have actually had more, like, she would have immediately had some influence on him just by who she is. And so maybe he wouldn't have been as susceptible to Reek and whatnot.
0: I I also... Well, and she might have been able to keep things together long enough because part of the reason all this falls apart is because Leon has no... He doesn't know how to read a room. He doesn't know right. what he's doing. I, I yeah. also think, like, if, if John or Sansa of the later chapters, of the later books, you know, if this had taken place, you know, a couple years later and they had more seasoning under their belts, it would be a different story, but...
2: Alright, our next one well it's not a chapter specific one but we do have one more um, just general comment question. If there was anything else on the chapter we wanted to talk about first.
0: This is grim. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Barry. (sighs) Theon really sucks. That's kind of just what I leave this chapter with. Goodness. All right. So, our last um general just our general comment question here. So, from Italia on Podbean, um and this is a comment on a Cat the Catlin 5 chapter from a while back. So, the comment by then 14-year-old made me la um never 14-year-old then made me laugh so hard or it was for wait Is this saying it was fourteen years ago or no no
0: no so I looked it up so
2: (laughs) wait because I I
0: did when I collected the mail I did read this and I did I did clarify. Basically on that episode, we got a comment from someone who confessed that they had been watch or listening to our episode secretly. And then I think they got in trouble because of both the the content Mm. of the the series and also because we swear a lot. (laughs) All this other stuff. Um, and then there was this sort of, like, pause as the people on that particular episode went, oh, wow, 14-year-olds are listening to us, huh? So, yeah, like, uh, I, I did, Claire, I did reach out to Italia, and and she is not the same. I thought maybe she was, like, coming back at it, you know, from Like, she was later.
1: the 14-year-old who's now 21, which would
0: also be amazing. It <laughs> would be, but sadly, <laughs> be. they are two different people, so...
1: If that 14-year-old wants to write back in and tell us about all of the things they've done in their life sense that, that would also be like super cool. Like what, you know, what for like how can you think of like 5 years of your life that change more than like between like 14 and 19 or 20 or something like that, you know? It's like a big deal. How okay. like all different things. Uh
2: Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for the clarification comment. Okay, so the comment by the then 14-year-old made me laugh so hard. I used the Song of Ice and Fire to rebel using some of my birthday money um, from turning 14 to buy the series secretly when I was expressly told I was too young for the books. I'm 22 now, but I'm glad to hear I wasn't the only one. Out of curiosity, when did you all get into the fa- <laughs> fandom?
1: I think you and I are about the same time. Like I, it's so funny because I was just like, I was dicking around on Hulu this week and I started watching, um, some of like the first couple seasons of Homeland. And I remember when the second season of Homeland ended, I was like, well, I got to find something new to watch. And I, it was between like Game of Thrones and something else and I picked Game of Thrones. So I came in and it was probably, um, it was, between seasons two and three of Game of Thrones.
0: Yeah, I think that's about the same time. Uh, somebody, there are people at work and people kept going, oh, you'd love it. You would love it. And they suckered me in by telling me who was in the cast, which was oh, gotcha. Charles Dance. And I have followed, I've I've been crushing on that man since like the 80s. Um, and him and I had just seen Downton Abbey. Ian Glenn played a very uh, villainous part in that. Spoiler alert, sorry. Um, And there were a couple other people, so I watched it between two and three, and I think I may have used some illegal means to watch uh, season two, and that's how I got into it. And then I started reading the books quite soon after that.
1: Mm -hmm. What about you, Devin?
2: Um, I think I've told this story before where I read the first book back when I was in high school, but it was right after... um, it was right after Half Blood Prince, where Dumbledore died. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wrecking fans so, right and left.
2: <laughs> and so it was right after that. And somebody had recommended this to me. Um, and so I read it and I was so distraught after the end of the first book that like, well, I just right. that I didn't so go back. I was, oh my goodness. Yeah. And so I didn't come back around to it until after, I think it was season three of the show. Two or three, I think it was three, and then so I picked up the books again, um, read through all of them before season four came around. was so think. mean to so, do that too. Yeah. But <laughs> so that was how I got into fandom. Uh,
1: especially because you're like the, um, you're you know of all of us, you're probably the bigger the biggest Stark fan. So like that's especially devastating.
2: Yes, I would I would agree with that. So it was. Yeah, I was done after I read that book back then. But I was glad the show came around and got me back into it. So, yeah. Okay. Is
0: that it for mail?
2: That is it for mail. Well,
0: if you would like to send us a message or question, you can do so at close the door and at Or you can send us an anonymous message of, or message. You don't have to be anonymous at close the come here dot humbler dot com. You can also tweet us at Door Podcast. Uh, We love reviews on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to us. Please do consider um, leaving us a review as it helps uh, new viewers find the podcast. Uh, We also want to thank our Patreons on patreon.com slash close the door. Thank you to our panel, and thank you for listening. I'm closing the door. Get out.